Welcome everyone to a special bonus edition of the No Need for Prince Charming podcast. To celebrate having 20 interviews live, I thought it would be a good chance to regroup with some of our um, previous interview guests and get some of their hints and tips for our special topic for today. Being that it's July, a lot of people might be celebrating Christmas in July, but it also makes me start thinking it's less than six months till the real thing. I absolutely love Christmas and birthdays. I want to make sure that my daughter has really magical experiences for both of those holidays, and I want it when she's older that she looks back at her childhood and has really fond memories of Christmas and birthday celebrations. As a result, there's a few things that I do throughout the year to make Christmas and her birthday as stressless as possible and financially that it's not a strain. So I went out to some of our other guests that have been on the podcast before or that are coming up and asked them what their tips are as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode and get some inspiration on things that you can do if you are worried about uh, your financial situation or making sure that you've got enough money and enough wonderful memories created as a result of Christmas this year. So a couple of the things that I do before we go into our guests is I, when I went back to work, set up a separate account and I call it my Christmas and birthday account. So every pay, I put $150 to $200 into that account, and that just means when it comes to her birthday and when it comes to Christmas, I've got that money there. But also if I find things throughout the year that are on sale, I can use that money to pay for them so I don't miss out on good prices. I also keep a list in my phone of ideas that I have for her presents that she has coming up as well. She might be starting to get into know dinosaurs at the moment and I might see some things that I'm like "Mm, if she's still into dinosaurs that would be a cool thing to buy her and then if I see them on sale I can get them and it also means that if anyone asks what she wants for a present even though most people shouldn't buy for her but she's going to be spoiled regardless I can actually get something off that list that I know that she'll use and the other thing is if I find things along the way that I like or that I think that she'll like um, and if they're on sale or I think that I won't be able to get them later I buy them at the time out of that Christmas account and I hide them away I think I'll have to get quite creative as she gets bigger because I'm sure she'll find them but just some little things that I do so I'll hand it over to some of our guests and get their tips. Hi I'm Jen mum to Beatrice. Um, B hasn't had a Christmas yet but what I generally have started doing every year is um, buying things throughout the year as I see them and I think of people and I pop them in a drawer and I also have a credit card which gives me heaps of reward points so I put everything on that credit card um, and then I get and I just forget about it and then I get a whole bunch of vouchers and things or whatever I want to redeem um, the points for and I just pay my credit card off regularly because it stresses me out otherwise. And that's it from us. Bye. Hi, I'm Natasha or Tash, mum to Izzy, Isabel, uh, who's now almost 19 months. When it comes to Christmas and gift giving in general, I guess because I have a large family of five sisters and then all of their children, expenditure has got the chance to get a little bit crazy. Luckily for me, I have a family who values togetherness more than materialistic items. So we care more about being together for special events than we do what we buy for each other. We decided a few years ago to give gifts in a KK Kris Kringle style between the sisters. And then we've carried that through to the nieces and nephews too. So that there's a special gift for everyone rather than lots of little bits and pieces that sometimes don't withstand time anyway. So this way we all get to put considerable effort and thought into a few gifts and check in with one another for ideas and opinions 
And then we all enjoy the moment when the receiver unwraps it as something from us all. In addition to this, I've, I've really enjoyed putting the personal touch into gifts forever. So whilst this isn't always a money saver, um, because the value of ingredients and materials and the time put in all adds up, I do find joy in this element of the giving as well. No matter how many times I've told myself that I'm going to pace myself with Christmas gifting and buying presents throughout the year, I feel like this is probably even harder now with our own little people because their interests and loves can change so rapidly um, and, and are changing all the time. But I try to give something that has more functional purpose, not just for play. So a new set of clothes or pajamas, a bed set, bathers, a learning tower, tables and chairs, all that types of stuff, thing for toddlers. So for these bigger items, I can save for this in the lead up and because they're something I'm going to get eventually anyway, they become the main gift that I give. Um, whilst I've only had one birthday and, and two Christmases so far with my little one, these kind of, this way of thinking has really helped so far. So you can search in those Black Friday sales along, the mid, along with the mid-year sales, end of financial year, all the millions and gazillions of sales that happen throughout the year and you just wait for that item that you're going to purchase anywhere to come onto sale, as, as well as picking up little items here and there for stocking fillers. Another thing to keep in mind, of course, is the cost of food prepared for the big occasion because there's often multiple events and if one person's hosting and, and providing everything, it really adds up. So in my family, we all delegate and choose items and dishes to bring to share. And it often means that we get to prepare something that we really enjoy making and sharing. There's never a food shortage, that's for sure. And no one is left with all the costs for all the preparation. I hope those tips help. I'm really looking forward to hearing everyone else's. Hi, my name is Camilla and I am mum to Edward, who is almost three. I think I've been lucky up until now. Um, we managed to keep things simple because he hasn't really understood the concept of Christmas. Um, but I tend to keep my eye out for things throughout the year. Mostly that is looking in the op shops. So if I see books that are um, in really good condition or toys that are in good condition, sometimes you can find brand new things as well. Um, then I will tuck them away. I've even got things... Um, for when he's much older and just recently I found a brand new Christmas themed shirt in his size so that's tucked away for Christmas um, and also just when I'm in um, places like Big W and Kmart um, if things are on sale or on clearance again just putting them away throughout the year um, and yeah managed to keep the costs down that way. Hi, my name's Natalie. I am mum to Harry, who's nearly three, and Hudson, who is one. Uh, what do I do for Christmas? There's a few things that I do. Uh, I try to put some money away each uh, paycheck throughout the year, so that there's a little bit of money. I like to have sort of a thousand to two thousand uh, dollars available to do with what I want without impacting my usual finances. Um, and that 2000, one to 2000 covers all of the food, all the presents, and obviously entertainment and all the extra special activities that might be on in December. Cause it's not just uh, Christmas day. It's also like going to parties and being invited to barbecues and things like that and having an extra meal set aside. And then obviously the activities and things like that, we like to go 
into Maya and stay the night and do all the Christmas activities, uh, which makes it a little nice mini staycation to stay uh, in the city and do all those cool free activities. Uh, and then I actually collect my Woolworths rewards points and save those either for Christmas or for one of their birthdays, their kind of mid-year birthdays. And so I'll sometimes use the rewards points that I've collected throughout the year at Christmas time. Um, I also do a lot of secondhand buying and a lot of, uh, you know, sort of things that I might find from pretty much now until December. I might put things aside. Uh, I tend to buy a family gift and then do the what they read, uh, need, want, play, things like that. And then we'll do a family gift as a, as together. Uh, and then the other thing I really look at is where am I spending money that I don't need to? For me personally, I don't give gifts to anyone other than my parents and my nephews. So I don't worry about those little presents, the $10 present here, the $20 present there for other people. And I'm really selective as to where uh, that money goes to. And I'm also selective as to which parties and things that I'll attend to. And I try and make the cheapest possible thing. Uh, something like a sticky date pudding that's made from scratch can actually cost like $5, uh, but it looks like you've spent a lot more. So I try and do things like that. So I'm very selective who gets presents throughout the year and things like that. Presents is just not my thing. It's not my love language, uh, but it's a huge cost when you work it out throughout the year, $20 gift here, etc. I tend to spend the money on activities rather than things. And then, yeah, definitely a lot of sales. There's a huge toy sale this month, I believe, or next month, I should say, at the places like BW and Target. There's obviously lay-by options and then afterpays and things like that to stagger the cost throughout the season. But I last year, I was actually finished with everything that needed to be spent on Christmas before December even hit. So it made a huge difference to stagger that cost out rather than try and come up with all of that money right at the end of the year when there's other stresses and things like that. So thank you. Have a good July. Hi, I'm Christina and I'm mum to Eliza. Our first Christmas was a bit of a blur, so I'm starting to think about the memories and traditions I want to put in place for us as a family moving forward. And for Christmas presents, I've started to think about what Eliza will need. So, you know, at that point in time, she'll be 18 months old, will she need new clothes or is there a particular bigger thing that she'll be ready for? And I want to try and start planning for that. So given that there's a good couple of months to go, I was thinking and my plan is to keep an eye out and keep a track of those things that I think she might need, have a plan now and not get to the week before Christmas and go, oh gosh, what am I getting her? Um, and then take advantage of all the sales that are coming up. So Black Friday, um, it seems that things are on sale all of the time. Um, and when I shop, I also try and shop uh, via ca cash back or cash rewards or shop back because I just may as well be making some extra cash as I go. Um, and particularly for brands that I buy her like Bonds and that I use Bonds for the basics, they're always on sale and there's always a cash back um, component. So I just try and hold out until sale time and then I buy what I need. Um, I also have lots of very lovely family that will ask me what Eliza needs. So I'm also trying to be planned so that when they do ask me, I go, yes, we need this. And can you get that? 
Um, I also, we also, I mean, I've grown up um, predominantly being given cash as a present, which is great, but I feel like um, that excitement of opening presents on Christmas Day is something I want Eliza to experience. And so um, I also am trying to find the balance between, you know, she'd be happy with a box that's wrapped up in paper. She doesn't know what's inside of it. So, um, you know, and I, I got a little panicked the first Christmas and got a whole lot of stuff last minute for Eliza and wrapped them up. And then, I mean, she was six months old. She wouldn't have known. Um, so I want to try and make sure that I'm making conscious choices on the gifts that I buy her and that it's not something that's going to be discarded pretty quickly and that it's something that's durable and long lasting. So um, definitely want to try and focus on quality um, over quantity because a whole lot of stuff wrapped up is not going to not gonna make a great present, uh, but I'd rather buy something that she'd love and that will use a lot and that will last rather than lots of little bitty bits. Um, I also want to try and make sure we've got lots of books included for Christmas presents. So that's one thing that I, I will say to family and friends, buy us books. Um, but yeah, plan ahead, I think is key. There's so many great bargains to be had. So if you're planned, you'll always be able to find what you need. Thanks. Hi, I'm Kaylee. I'm mum to Ottilie. I'm really excited. This is going to be our second year together uh, celebrating Christmas. And I think it's going to be a little bit more fun than last year where she's going to be really engaging with opening up her gifts this Christmas as opposed to spending more time enjoying the wrapping paper and the ribbon that comes with it. I prefer to purchase more practical gifts um, for my daughter, uh, which we can definitely use and lead into the following year, particularly around a new school bag, lunchbox, shoes, at swimwear and those types of things that I know that we're going to get um, a lot of use out of. I also try and get her one to two reasonably good presents that I know she's going to enjoy, which is along the lines of an educational toy, whether that be a musical instrument um, or a learning device of some sort that I know she'll really engage with. As I said, I try and purchase things from about the middle of the year up until Christmas. Uh, this just makes sure that I've, um, I have enough money uh, in December to be able to buy any of the last minute things that I need. Finances are a one of the things that I really focus on every year, um, particularly to make sure that I can provide for her, but also pay my bills come the new year. Uh, January is one of those months, or January and February, I should say, are one of those months where all of the bills arrive at once. That includes our rates, water, electricity, uh, my car rego and car insurance. So it can be quite expensive. So what I often do is actually try and pay off bills um, each fortnight or at least try and reduce some of the bills. So when I get that final bill, I'm either um, in the black, which is positive. Um, otherwise, I've only got a small amount to pay, which does, I guess, take a little bit of pressure off at that point in time. Those are my tips. Hopefully it helps you uh, with planning your Christmas. And I wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas um, in the lead up to it with your beautiful loved ones. Thank you. Hi, Sally here from Two Boys and One Mum uh, from episode five on Alicia's podcast. And I am mum to Angus, who is three and a half, and Riley, who is 13 in just a couple of days. 
so we're talking about Christmas and I believe what I do for Christmas is really, really different from most families, not just single parent families. Um, so we started this tradition when Riley was about seven years old. So way before Angus came along, I was doing my fertility treatments at the time when I started it. Uh, but I made the decision to do this, uh, firstly, because, um, I felt like those holiday times, I didn't get to always spend a lot of time with Riley. So he does alternate Christmases, uh, with his dad and me. Uh, so every second Christmas he goes up to Queensland to see his dad, uh, for a number of weeks. Um, and the alternate Christmas he would spend January with his dad. So during this time, um, I wanted to make sure that we were sort of getting the most out of it because obviously he had school in the school terms. Um, so we decided to start doing holidays instead of presents. Uh, they still get very basic presents, clothes, some books, something they need, something they want, uh, but it's very minimalistic. I leave the present giving more up to my family um, and we also do more of a money thing into a savings account as well. Um, so we started doing holidays and our first time we did this, Riley was seven. We went to Sydney for a week. We booked a really nice hotel and we did all the touristy things. I was felt like a really big step for me to do that, to sort of step out of that comfort level, even though I had had Riley obviously for years and years on my own um just to go away um be out of the house be away from the day-to-day -day, hustle and bustle and just go and enjoy ourselves and spend money on ourselves was something that um I was really proud of being able to do because you don't often think of doing that for yourself so we did that and I really enjoyed it and decided that Christmases and birthdays that's what we were going to do we're quite fortunate in that uh, mine and Riley's birthday is in June. We are five days apart and Angus's birthday is in January. So every six months we tend to be on some sort of a holiday, uh, which is really fortunate for us. Um, so we continued this tradition right through to uh, now. Uh, Angus is three and a half, so it didn't stop when he came along. Um, the first trip Angus came on was when he was uh, six months old and we went to Bali for two weeks. I was really proud of myself. That was our first big international holiday um, that I had sort of really shelled out for and planned. And um, yeah, it was just amazing to be able to do that with my kids. And then at the moment, we are currently in Hawaii. So uh, we've just spent nearly two weeks here now uh, in Hawaii, which was a total surprise for Riley's 13th birthday coming up this Sunday. Um, so he had no idea that I had planned this for the last nine months. Um, and yeah, we've just come here to have an amazing little summer getaway from the Victorian winter that's going on at the moment and all the snow that's happening. So um, that's what we do for our Christmases and our birthdays. Um, finance wise, it is a lot of planning and it is obviously a bit more money than what maybe some parents are spending on Christmas presents. Um, but it's something that I find really worthwhile because I see the value in the bonding time that it creates for us and the experiences as well, rather than the material items. So, um, I would rather my kids learning about different cultures and different lifestyles and how people live and learning those sorts of things. And obviously still doing the fun touristy activities, not going to lie. That's obviously a massive draw card for them and me. Um, and it's not just for the kids either. This is 
on a selfish level as well. I love traveling. I love going to places I haven't been to before. And I love seeing the looks on their faces when they get to do something that's totally out of this world that you couldn't do in Australia. So it's super fun and exciting for them and um, me as well. Uh, These holidays, um, they're usually just me and the kids. Um, there is the occasion like at the moment in Hawaii where my mum and brother will also come along too and they usually come along to those bigger international holidays just because they obviously like traveling as well and they find it really fun too Um, but yeah most of the time it is just for me and the kids to bond together. Affordability wise I would say I'm definitely a bargain shopper so I always look out for specials um sales that are coming out email wise like Jetstar is my go-to uh because they've always got cheap cheap flights so for instance Hawaii they had uh flight specials for $180 so flight wise for me and the two kids with our luggage was about uh $1,500 return And then we got an Airbnb uh, with my mum and my brother. So we split the cost of that. So our total trip cost me about $3,000 for flights and accommodation, which is almost unheard of for Hawaii. It's super expensive here. Um, I'm always looking for those sorts of specials for our trips away. I very rarely would ever pay full price for anything. Um, And that's how I make sure that it's affordable for us also. There's a lot of planning that goes into it, organizing that goes into it. So it's not just like uh, last minute uh, bookings or anything like that. Uh, But yeah, it's definitely what we find worthwhile for our Christmas. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, Love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Bye. Hi, I'm Carly and I am mum to Lucy, Theo and Gracie. One of the things that I do to save some money, uh, in, especially in the lead up to Christmas and for Christmas and birthdays and all those lovely things that occur, um, is that I really look to shop the clearance items and the specials. So if I'm out and about, even just doing grocery shopping or getting other bits and pieces, I'll keep my eye out for anything that's you know, considerably reduced. And I, if I've got the spare cash, I will generally get that and put it aside and keep it in my present cupboard. So it works well because I just collect things throughout the year and then when it comes to you know being invited to a birthday party or whether it's for my own kids or for Christmas, I then sort of shop from that cupboard first uh, and then look to supplement if I need to at that point. So it kind of comes in handy because you know you don't feel like you've spent the money when it's actually time to use it and I've already gotten it at a really reduced price so that's really good Um, I do a very similar thing with their clothes and their shoes and things like that as well Um, they do have far too many clothes and shoes but that's another story I always shop clearance items and in bigger sizes so I it doesn't really bother me as long as the seasons sort of will roughly match up um, especially for basics and things like that I will grab clothes in and shoes in bigger sizes if I see them um, at a good price and I just keep them away and store them in plastic storage tubs in size order so when the kids start to grow out of their things um, you know I sort through what I can then sell as well to sort of make some money off that so I do a lot of selling Um, And then I also will then go into those tubs into the next size and basically, again, shop for free, what it feels like, from those tubs um, to replenish their wardrobes. Um, And I also do buy a lot of things 
secondhand and, you know, the likes of Marketplace and Buy Swap Sell Groups, the kids don't always need brand new stuff. Um, They need good, clean, you know, well-working things. Um, And there's some really great things out there that you can find. Um, And, you know, it works out to be a really good way of saving money and making Christmas special. The other thing is, is that really I don't put too much pressure on myself. They don't have to have this massive elaborate Christmas, you know, with thousands of presents. Um, they want it to feel special. And so I try and really focus on how, how do we make it feel special? Um, and it's usually in those minor details, which has much less to do with money. So that's just a few of my money saving tips. Um, the other one that I do is in terms of traveling. My parents live interstate and so I use my Woolworths Everyday Rewards card and I convert the points to Qantas Frequent Flyer points so that I can sort of save them up and help to take off the a little bit of the cost of the flights when we go. And I also use a, a Qantas debit card as well so I earn extra points that way. So I sort of try and throw as much as I can onto Qantas Frequent Flyer. Um, so yeah, just those sort of little bits and pieces that work along the way. So hopefully that might've helped someone. Um, but yeah, it's it's the little things that I find that, that make it work and shopping the clearance specials and putting away things in bigger sizes. If you have the space, of course, gifts ahead of time, same sort of thing from the clearance section, um, actually really, really helps at the end of the day. So hopefully that helps. Thanks. My name is Rachel and my son is Arlo. He's not even two yet, but I've actually been using this Christmas gifting strategy um, since I was a uni student and I intend to keep using it. Basically in my wardrobe, I have three boxes of gifts and I accumulate those throughout the year when things are either on special or from op shops. Um, or from the local Facebook page that's called the Buy Nothing Project, which I love. And it's all just about um, sharing things for free. Anyway, through these three different methods, I accumulate stuff in these boxes that are timeless. And so what I've always done with my nieces is that one of the boxes is like knickknacks. So really very inexpensive things like bubble blowers or um, stamps, little crafting things that they love having as little fillers. So, you know, they open a present or a bag, you know, gift bag, and then they've got the main thing. So they might've asked for something very specific, but then there's a couple of other little things in there. And they, you know, they're teenagers now and they still love having these little things spill out. So one of the boxes is just filled with that. And mostly they're things that I see um, either for free on the Buy Nothing page or in op shops. So they're very, very inexpensive things, but loved. You know, they bring that little bit of excitement, a little bit of material waste, I guess, but they're all lovely things. And then the next box is things that are timeless, that are for, you know, anyone's birthday or Christmas, things like books, um, uh, generic sort of toys, like craft toys, things like that, um, that I've seen on special or got for free. Um, or, you know, one in a hamper and that sort of stays in that box. And then the next box is stuff that's very specific. So sometimes I see something, you know, for my, um, sister and it's got a pony on it and it's just so appropriate. So actually there's so many 
things for my sister in that box that I'm always seeing things and going, oh, she'll, she'll love that. And so I put it away. But my plan is that I will, and I'm already, you know, starting to do it with Arlo, that when I see something specific for him, I do buy it and put it in that box. But to be fair, I usually bring it out before Christmas because, you know, there's a rainy day and I think, oh, it wouldn't it be lovely if I just got out that Thomas train set that I plan to give him for his birthday. So the three box in the wardrobe method, I highly recommend it. It's been working for me for over 20 years and I think that it saves me lots of money or at the very least it makes me feel very organized and has come in handy so many times for a rainy day or when I've forgotten a birthday that's happening now. Hi I'm Sam mum to Eli and Kai. I do a few things for Christmas that will help me save money well not necessarily save money but helps out financially so Firstly, I start picking up bits and pieces probably about halfway through the year. So if I see things on special that I think the kids will like, I'll grab them and I'll just put them away. Um, I also do um, like a theme of something they need, something they want, something to read and something to wear. So they get four big gifts off me, one of each of those things. And they also have a Santa stocking, which is filled with just little bits and pieces. So that's just easy to grab little bits and pieces through the year for their Santa stockings. Um, I also have birthdays for both of my boys towards the end of the year, one in the start of December and one in the end of October. So starting to pick stuff up throughout the year really helps not to have such a massive big spend at the end of the year for Christmas and with two birthdays. So yeah, that's what I do to help financially for Christmas. I'm Leah and I'm Jack's mum. Um, so all things budgeting, <coughs> excuse me. Um, well, look, I have been very lucky um, throughout kind of my working career. I um, I've worked since I was 16. Um, I, the last 20 years I've been in government and I've had, you know, fairly good job. Um, I have had to work hard, but I, I haven't really had to think about cash as in, I would just do some overtime to get some cash if I needed it. So I guess for me, you know, it's, um, I've got, you know, two high maintenance dogs, um, I pay pet insurance, um, you know, like I, I guess I haven't really had to, I mean, yes, money has been an issue at times, but I certainly have been frivolous, I guess, with my, you know, if I've wanted something, I've got it. Um, so I've been fairly lucky in that respect. And just before I had um, Jack, I had saved up a lot of money um, so that I could pay my mortgage while I was on um, maternity leave, which I managed to do, um, which was great because I had a little bit of extra cash to kind of spend. Um, but now um, I've gone back to work two and a half days um, and I honestly feel like my throat's been cut. Um, I had to do a budget um, for the first time ever. Um, and look, my um, outgoings fortnightly certainly leave me fairly stretched. Um, the problem 
is so that if I work more than the two and a half days, by the time I pay the childcare and um, by the time I, um, yeah, by the time I pay childcare and everything else, then I get my other, you know, benefits cut off and my money goes down. So it actually makes no sense to go back for me more than two and a half days a week. But at the same time, that also means that I have to do a budget and I also, um, yeah, have to make sure that I'm kind of saving, which I just have never had to really worry about, you know, simple things like supermarket shopping and, you know, knowing that for a fortnight I've got X amount of dollars and trying to keep under that. Um, you know, I've always been up for, you know, I saw these, I saw these amazing biscuits, you know, Woolies, $11 a packet they were and they're like these little parmesan crisps. Anyway, my friend who is childless um, bought round some of these biscuits and I was like, oh my God, they're amazing. Looked them up. I was like mortified that they're $11 and here I am making my own butter, making my own yogurt and stuff just so that I could save a bit of cash. Um, but me, before Jack would have just been like, oh, awesome, those biscuits. I mean, don't get me wrong, I certainly wouldn't have had them every fortnight, but um, amazing. Um, so, yeah, look, I think um, budget-wise I've certainly been a little bit more conscious of doing things like hand-making, you know, instead of buying um, you know, a thing of dumplings at the supermarket because he loves dumplings, um, I've made them so that they've gone longer and obviously I know what they're, what's going into them as well. So I'm trying to do things like that to try and make my dollar go a bit further. Um, I mean, not only that, you know, food at the moment is like, it's like daylight robbery. But yeah, so that's kind of what I've been doing with food and, and that kind of thing. I do need to look at what my outgoings are every fortnight because, you know, the reality is that I am not having much, you know, kind of play money, I guess you could call it for, um, you know, the fortnights or for things that kind of pop up. So, you know, going out for dinner or which, I mean, let's face it, I never do that, but I am doing it next week, which is kind of what made me think about it. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, things are fairly tight. Um, so I kind of feel like I need to get a bit of backing behind me so that I've got like a tiny bit of cash. So things aren't so stretched. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely feeling it at the moment. And for me, that's a real shock to the system. I certainly need to, uh, yeah, need to review my, uh, outgoings. That's for sure. Um, as far as things like, um, just trying to think about things that I do to like, you know, hot tips for savings and stuff or for, um, you know, little tidbits for Christmases and Easters and, um, you know, traditions and that kind of thing. Um, I do shop at Woolies, so I get the rewards points. Um, I have, I paid $119, they're 119 for the big year's worth of, um, delivery um because generally I'll spend over $50 a shop I mean it's I always spend over $50 a shop um so I kind of figured it was worth it just to get the groceries delivered to my door and I didn't have to worry about it I also find if I'm shopping online I'm less likely to buy things that I don't need because I scrutinize everything you know within an inch of its life 
So that's one thing, I guess, that's a positive. Um, another hot tip, um, you know, like I just saw in my inbox just before I did this that Peter Alexander's got like an extra 30% off um, already reduced prices. So if you're looking for jammies and things, I would buy them now. So for next year, for Easter and for Christmas, so I'm going to do Easter and Christmas the night before um, and give him some PJs. That's going to be my tradition with him. And um, so I'm buying them now because I'm like, well, I may as well if they're, you know, 30% off. Although I must say um, I did, <laughs> I mean, look, they're, they're only 20 bucks at the moment, um, but I did think, I may have to scale my tastes down from Peter Alexander. Um, another thing is, um, and I learnt this while I was on maternity leave up, you know, late night feeding um, and then, you know, forgetting what I'd loaded up in my carts and stuff and then the next day I'd get emails into my um, inbox that says, come back, finish your shopping, have an extra 20% off. So that is one hot tip I'll give you if you haven't already discovered it. Um, don't ever put something in your cart and buy it straight away. Always wait for a day, day and a half, and you're likely to get some kind of discount shopping code. Not everybody does it, but most of, most people do. So anyway, that's just one thing I've learned. I also, um, someone said to me, oh my God, the big toy sale, like it's amazing. And look, I looked at some of the stuff and maybe it's because I'm not looking to buy him a lot of things because he's too little and he really doesn't understand and he doesn't need it. Um, but yeah, a couple of things I looked at and I was like, oh, that's actually not a massive saving. So what I've been doing is kind of collecting things along the way. So um you know, like I saw, I think I saw um, they were selling out of some Duplo down at Big at my local Big W one day. So I bought that because I knew that that would do him for Christmas. So I've just kind of gathered things um, along the way, really. Um, so that's that's my hot tip around savings, but or for looking for bargains, I guess. Um, I don't ever pay full price for anything anymore. Um, because you just can't afford to, um, you know, and it's another thing, like I was always, you know, jetting off overseas or, you know, going to Melbourne, you know, three or four times a year or Sydney or you know, on girls trips. And now I'm like, how am I even going to afford to take him on a holiday? So yeah, look, I do need to go through my list and try and cut back on some of the things that I've written down as my expenses every fortnight. Cause something's got to go. Um, I'm just trying to think of what other tips that, that I had. Um, I don't think I, I do have any more tips. My biggest one, I guess, is like if you can make things like and make things last longer or go for um, longer, that's probably something that I would say to do. Um, I... You know, yeah, making my own yogurt has been amazing because we go through a fair bit of yogurt. My dogs don't even ask such high maintenance dogs, but they have yogurt um, on their breakfast of a morning. So we, yeah, and I have it, and he has, and Jack has it. So we go through a fair bit of yogurt. So I make my own, and you know that costs me. Um, I do probably one yogurt a week, maybe one, and they're those big. Um, you know, Greek yogurt, big containers, um, they would cost $11, I think they are now at the supermarket. And I'm making them for, for like, you know, 
$3, if that. So it's totally worth it if you can do things like that um, and save on things. So, oh, and bread. Like I've been making my own bread because that's cheaper than buying it um, sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, each to their own. But um, I guess, yeah, that's just a couple of little saving tips and things. I'll keep you posted if I actually have to increase my days at work because I can't survive on two and a half days. But yeah, so far um, with three pays down, it's tight. Um, yeah, and it's a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be. But anyway, um, we'll see how I, how we go. Um, and yeah, that's it for us. Thank you. Wow, so many amazing tips from everyone. Thank you to all of my guests that um, took the time to record a little bit of content to add into that. I hope everyone got some some great ideas out of it. And hopefully Leah will share her how to make yogurt um, recipes so we can all make it for $3 because I don't know about you, but my daughter just eats it like it's going out of fashion. Some really good tips that I got from this that I've actually put in place since listening to all the submissions when they came through. Um, So the Everyday Rewards, the Woolworths points, I have changed it so mine are all saving for Christmas. I did have them that I was just using them as a $10 off every now and then whenever I got them, but I'm just saving it up until then. And then I'll basically feel like I'm getting that whole Christmas shop for free. And I'm the sort of person who likes to have lots of good things in the house because I like to have people around at Christmas time. So it's going to make that a lot easier. Uh, also cash back and bonus points. So if you've got um, bonus points associated with your credit card, most of them have some sort of bonus point shop on there as well. So if you're shopping at brands that you were going to anyway, but they've got that in there, then you can get extra points as well as potentially getting the sale prices and other things that are going on for that brand at the time if you shop at the right time. And and then the one other tip that I got from people that was said a couple of times that I really liked is that four main presents. So something she needs, something she wants, something to read and something to wear. So I think I'll be aiming for that this year as well. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and any ideas about the next bonus episode, let me know. I'm Alicia and this is the No Need for Prince Charming podcast, bringing you stories of Australian solo mums who created their own happy ending. If you like what you heard, please follow or subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes and leave a like, a review or share with your friends to help others find it easier. Bye for now.